This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. This is episode 34. Ray Higdon makes an impact on purpose. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to On Purpose. My name's Justin Barclay, reformed radio shock jock turned inspiration junkie. Each week, we bring you extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes living their daily lives, turning pain into purpose, finding opportunities in the obstacles, and transforming tragedy into triumph. What separates them from the others? How do they stand out in the crowd? We dissect their process and uncover their powerful secrets, the keys to living life on purpose. Boy, are we truly honored to have our next guest with us today. This is going to be a great episode. I know I generally say that every week, but we really are blessed to have the wonderful guests that come on this show. And this week is no different. This guy is something else. He clawed his way out of foreclosure personally at the at rock bottom financially in his life at a moment in time when the market was at a low. He's climbed back out to a multi seven figure earner in his industry and his business as a speaker in the home business industry, uh, network marketing and Ray Higdon is making a big impact on purpose. In this episode, you're going to hear how he went for no and looking for the answer no led him to more yeses. You'll hear how you can channel that in your life and how he measures success on a daily basis in his company now that's completely flipped everything that he thought he knew and you probably did too on its head. Without further ado... Let's welcome Ray Higdon to the show. Appreciate you being here, man. Thanks for having me on. Very cool. I, you know, your story is uh it's kind of the it's kind of the rags to riches kind of um tale that that you hear quite a bit, but you have some interesting turns uh in in your story. Um you know, I know you started uh down the road if we look back in the public kind of sector you were you were working with like uh were you working with tech and stuff like that with the with with the city where you live yeah so i had um worked my way up in the it department of uh the local you know uh, collier county government here in uh florida and uh i was doing that and then my last year of I guess holding a job, um, I, I worked for an insurance company. So right, so for you know f- five years, I worked for a county government, and then my my final year, which was uh, two thousand four two thousand five, I was working for an insurance company, and then I went out on my own to do real estate. But did did you always kind of have like the entrepreneurial uh, spirit in you, or was this something that you kind of learned? 
You know, I, I always had the, the entrepreneur spirit for sure. I mean, in middle school, I was, you know, moving 90 to 100 airheads a day. Um, you know, I remember trading. You're talking candy, um, right? Candy, yeah, okay. yeah. So that's not drugs, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I remember as a little kid, I traded my, uh, you know, I had nice, uh, uh, Nikes, I traded them for comic books. You know, I mean, I was always like, you know, looking to make a buck, looking to turn some stuff. Uh, later in life, I used to go to like the Walmart clearance aisle and I knew what toys would sell well because I, I had studied Yahoo auctions and then eBay. And so, you know, I'd buy a bunch of clearance stuff that I knew I could sell at a profit. And, you know, so I, I'd, I'd always had that I want to make more money and I liked having profitable projects kind of thing. It just was always on a pretty, pretty small scale. Was it, was it just like fun for you? Uh, you know, was it just kind of yeah, like this for is sure. a challenge? It's something different. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, it was fun. You know, it was just neat to, you know, go to yard sales or go to clearance aisles and see what could I, you know, take and with a tiny bit of effort, turn it into more than I spent. And so, yeah, it was, it was definitely more fun. I wasn't, you know, my, I had worked my way up to, you know, I mean, it's kind of funny. I mean, I'd worked my way up to, you know, an, an 80,000 a year, uh, salary, which for most people is pretty, pretty decent. Um, but here I always had this itch to, to do non-conventional things and do these little, uh, yard sales and, you know, and things like that and eBay auctions. Um, so, so yeah, I, I always had that bug i just didn't really have any guidance or mentoring or coaching or any um any real enlightenment on doing it on a bigger scale until in april 2005 i read uh, or no april 2004 i'm sorry i read my first book on you know entrepreneurship and um that kind of opened my eyes to you know it was on real estate and being an entrepreneur and it kind of opened my eyes to just a different way of of being so here's this kind of new world that you discover that you all always were a bit of a bit of you was a part of it and you just you maybe you didn't realize what it was did you have any family members or anybody that you knew in your personal life that had businesses or was involved in that sort of thing at all no no none i didn't you know on either side of the family either you know my uh you know my mom's side more um humble i would say humble kind of uh you know existence you know a lot of them you know struggle with bills and and money um and then on my dad's side, it was all mainly, you know, corporate kind of people. Uh, so there really wasn't any family entrepreneurs that inspired me or worked with me or anything like that. Which is a good thing, a good sign for anybody listening, because you're thinking to yourself, you don't you don't have to be born into something. You don't have to. Right. These things don't have to be, you know, your your reality. You can you can decide that. So you go into real estate uh, and your story is interesting because you kind of like make it and then have a you have a you kind of have a there's a turn in the story, so to speak. Right. Sure. Yeah. You know, we uh, you know, I came into real estate uh, or really, I guess it'd be like June, July 2004, 2004 here in the state of Florida, right when the markets were red hot. And, you know, so, I mean, literally, if you were breathing 
air you could make money in real estate back then mm. um you know it's trouble when you know the guy behind the 7-eleven counter just bought his third investment home um you know that that there's something strange i know and, that's a joke but that's totally real <laughs> because i worked oh, in totally real i worked in radio in florida in that time and the guy yeah. that worked at the radio station with me he had was working like constantly had a new deal that he had another another condo another house something they were just yep. they were building them everywhere yep and everybody was yeah. in on it yeah you know it, it reminds me of the the quote from warren buffett who said uh be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful and <laughs> you know and that's you know right then everyone was was making money so i thought i was a genius of course and didn't recognize that i just happened to be in a red hot market and so from you know 2004 to really 2008 did uh you know, did pretty good. Moved uh, lots of houses and did some flips and had some rental properties and, you know, fully leveraged myself, of course, and my home equity line. And um, and then, you know, toward the end of 2008, all financing for investors stopped. And so now the properties that I was trying to sell, no one could buy. Mm. And so I, I, you know, my advertising was still going out. I still had a lot of expenses. Our, you know, they stopped doing construction so the rental homes we had we can no longer rent for what we used to so now uh it was just a uh, just a perfect storm and uh and got wiped out ended up in personal foreclosure dead broke um you know chased by bill collectors and uh it was it was lean times for sure and uh, probably worse than all that is you know i just started really questioning myself and questioning my self-worth questioning you know, what was wrong with me? And, you know, had I lost something, you know, had I, you know, was there some kind of special something that I had that was no longer there? So it was, it was a, it was a trying time for sure. Well, a lot of people, you know, you go through something like that, you know, a lot of people would just give up and kind of throw in the towel and say, Oh, this isn't worth it. You know, go sure. back to my cushy job. You know, you had, the job with the city, a decent income. You're in IT. I mean, that's that's not a, a hard field to get a job in. Uh, you know, you could you could easily go back to that. What was it that 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 made you say no? You know, I don't want to do that. Uh, well, one, I wasn't. Uh, I, I didn't even have the motivation to to like apply for a job. You know, <laughs> I probably should have. To be honest, I probably at that point I probably should have recognized how much trouble I was in and tried to get a job, but I was just like, I was just like beaten, like mentally, spiritually, financially, I was just like beaten. And I mean, I didn't, it wasn't that I was the, I'm going to keep going and I'll make it one day. It was more the, my life sucks. And the, my life sucks person doesn't get dressed up for an interview. Um, so it was more, more my life sucks than I'm going to defy the system and not get a job. Um, you know, later on, I kind of took on that of, hey, I'm going to make this this darn thing work no matter what. But um, at that point, it was more my life sucks. So you were kind of paralyzed. Yes, exactly. For sure. Um, what moves you? What gets you out of that? So are you, are you saying like currently or what got me out of it? back? No, then? no. Back. Yeah. Back then. Ah, back then. What, what so. It? Yeah, you know, I um someone invited me to a um to an event 
and you know, I go to this event, not not a you know home meeting or something like that, but it was a transformational event, and uh, you know, I go to this thing hoping that it'll help me to like get my head right around making money. And what I actually got out of it was that I needed to repair my relationship with my dad and that I hadn't talked to him in 13 years. He had never met my sons who were at the time eight, nine years old, something like that. And he never met him, never talked to him on the phone. I hadn't talked to him in 13 years. And so what I got out of that seminar was that I had some things in my life that I felt I needed to, to, I don't want to say fix, but I needed to address. And that was one of them. And so, you know, I called him on day two of the seminar and I said, uh, you know, Hey, and he lives in Indiana and I was in Florida and I said, you know, Hey, um, I'd like to reestablish a relationship with you. I'd like you to meet your grandsons. And so July 4th, 2009, which is his birthday, uh, we went up there uh, he actually flew us up. I didn't have the money. And, uh, you know, they met, met their grandpa, um, you know, spent time with my dad. And, you know, it's not like, you know, he told me sage advice on making money or something like that, because none of that happened. But I came back home, and uh, about a week later, I did get invited to a, a home meeting, and I went there, and it was one of my friends, you know, pitching a new network marketing company. And I had sworn off network marketing. I didn't like it. I didn't like the upline interaction I had had in the past. And I didn't like, you know, the restrictions. And I had just sworn off it. And at this point, I got nothing to lose. I got no credit. I got hardly any money at all. I'm living on credit cards. And, and I just decided, you know what? What the heck? I got nothing else to do. I'm running. And I'm going to make this, this darn thing work. And, uh, you know, so, so we did, but I really feel that had I not cleaned up some of the mental baggage from, you know, not being, not having a relationship with my dad, I don't think that ever, I don't, I just don't think I would have ever showed up to that meeting and, and been open-minded. Well, that's, that's crazy. So there was something blocking you and, and yeah. from what I what you know what I know about you and your story with your dad, I, I mean, you had some major things there from your childhood. It sounds like that was that was really causing that relationship to be uh, the way it was. For sure, you know, um, my uh, you know it was wasn't the ideal situation when you know my parents split when I was maybe one or two, something like that, and uh, you know my dad had remarried and. She, you know, my stepmom was very abusive and, you know, so most mornings I'm tossed against the closet and stomped and that's how I'm, that's my alarm clock. And, you know, I, I look back and I, you know, I don't, um, you know, I don't like hate her or anything like that. I, you know, I, I just feel like even stuff that doesn't make sense at the time, you know, maybe me going through that somehow some way made me a better dad because i'm now you know i now have you know three kids mm. and uh you know i have a great relationship with all three of course one of them is only one year old so you know she doesn't know enough to to not have a good relationship <laughs> but um you know I, you know maybe those things needed to happen to you know to give me different perspectives so you know um i like uh, michael beckwith's quote around this topic and that is uh forgiveness is giving up on the fact that the past could have been any different. 
because I couldn't. Mm. And, you know, there is no amount of wishing or if only I'd grown up in an amazing, you know, <laughs> great family, you know, environment, then I'd be even better. Um, so, you know, that's just wishing for a hand that you weren't dealt, which is uh, a waste of time. Hey, you're you're pretty uh, you're pretty I'd, I'd say like straightforward about that. But what I what I've seen is with you and with with other people and the people that are able to take anything that they're dealt any hand, as you just said, you know, and you turn that pain into purpose, you turn that mm-hmm. dirt into gold. And I mean, that that's a quality of very high performing, successful individuals. Hmm. Very true. I mean, I've, I've talked to people that had much tougher childhoods and upbringings than, than I did. And, uh, you know, so I, you know, just, I think people should always know that no matter how tough you got it, you, um, you know, it's, there's someone out there that had it even tougher that has created more success, that has reached higher potential. And that's true in my story. It's true in any any story. And there's so many different ways you could have gone with that, though. I mean, you could have in, ended up continuing the cycle with your kids. You could have ended up, totally. um, you know, just like I said, turn, turning the tables back then and saying, you know, okay, I quit. I'm done. Um, this isn't supposed to happen. And giving in and... You know, but you make these different choices along the way. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. No, for sure. I, you know, if I, uh, you know, if I, if I wanted to, like some people, they, they, they play to lose, like there's a reward for it. And, and they're, they're so adamant on convincing everyone they're connected to why they're losing and or why they're going to lose or why they should lose and uh so they get their wish and they lose um you know but again just know someone in worse situation than you uh has created something amazing has impacted people has made a difference has you know helped others and you know that's just something i I think more people need to understand well you know i've been there too i mean it's it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy so you don't have control over many things but you can't have control over uh, okay this is going to be horrible the outcome is going to be horrible i just know it i just know it i just know it and then when it does happen and it is horrible and you made it that way because of your choice or your choices there's a, a little bit of a feeling like nothing else is in control but at least i was in control of that i knew it right yeah that's true yeah, so it's just like this weird kind of backwards thing. Yet, you, you you choose through your choices to be in control of your outcome in a completely different way. I, I think that's powerful for 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 anyone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's and that's why we share it. You know, I don't. I, don't, I most certainly don't share it for sympathy. Um, you know, I, I share it that maybe one person listening has gone through tough times or is currently going through tough times and it inspires them to, you know, to keep going or to share their story, you know? Um, so yeah, that's, that's why we share. And that's what this podcast is all about. And anytime, uh, that, I, uh, that I've spoken, I got a good friend who is a, a professor. I just spoke at his class about mass media and, 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 
one of the things that I noticed is even a smaller class, and we had a conversation that when you do these things or when you talk or you're sharing your story, right? It's like there's a room full of people. Or there are people listening to this right now, and, and some somebody somebody's going to get something. So there's like maybe sure. one or two people, and if they got if they that one or two person got it, then it was worth it, right? Uh, absolutely, uh, and I and I have a. Uh, you know, I have an example of that. You know, I used to go around and speak, and every once in a while I'll get asked to do this, and I'm happy to do it, but um, I used to pretty consistently go around to local high schools and speak on being an entrepreneur, and, you know, I remember this one time I go, and it's, you know, it's a high school here in Cape Coral, Florida, and so I go there, and I'm, you know, people are passing notes, some are sleeping, some not, most not paying attention, and so, you know, I go out to my car and I'm just thinking, I'm like, you know, I don't get paid for this. I don't, you know, they're not really, they don't really care or they didn't care. Um, you know, it's kind of a pain to drive here in rush hour because they always went to there super early. And, you know, it's just, uh, I was just like, eh, maybe I don't do this anymore. And so I want to say maybe, a, I don't know, maybe a few weeks later, I get a message on my Facebook page, and he's and this this uh, you know young adult, whatever you want to call him, uh, young adult says, "Hey, I was in Miss So and So's class when you spoke a couple weeks back. I had never heard those kind of concepts before. Uh, my parents never talked about it. My family never talked about it. Teacher never talked about it." And uh, I was so inspired that me and my buddy launched a landscaping company. And we got our first customer. This is a whole new world for me. Thank you so much. Wow. And I'm like, wow, that's why you do this. And, you know, so it's interesting because, you know, there's, you know, maybe there's people on here that have had, you know, uh, struggles and, and, you know, punches in the face, kicks to the shin. And, you know, for me and what I tell my clients and what I tell my, my students is that if you've had a tough time, then you have a bigger duty to create success because mm. you're going to inspire more people. And so what most people would use as their why they can't, <laughs> I teach them to use, you know, why they have to. You know, if you've had, you know, I mean, you know, so, there's so many people that have gone through unfortunate things, rape, um, you know, beating, um, child abuse, drug abuse, all, all those different things. And if you can focus on how you can turn your tragedy into triumph, your tragedy into inspiration, then all of that should be pushing you to go and you know, create whatever, you know, form of success, you know, makes sense. And it may, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, financial success. It could be impact success, that you're making a difference somewhere, that you're helping other people or something that makes you feel more moved and inspired about your life. And so, you know, that's, that's the message. You know, the message is that, you know, the more struggles and, and, you know, obstacles you've had in your life, well, congrats, now you have the platform and capacity to inspire even more people than the person that grew up with none. You know, if I, if my story was, uh, you know, my parents were wealthy and they treated me really good and I went to the best schools and, and now I'm successful, you know, people would be like, oh, wonderful. He's totally not like me. And, and that wouldn't be very inspiring. Right. 
it's a powerful perspective too because you know what you just said there is is the fuel right it's 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 the rocket fuel to get you where you want to go and it's just a simple flip man i mean it it's it's a simple flip that that allows you to take those things that uh you know that we talk about all the time on on this this show that take those things and turn them in you know your excuses into the reasons why you should do things and and we'll talk about that a little bit later on because that has a unique tie-in um with something that you're doing lately now but let's keep walking down this road man because you are you know now you you get into this network marketing uh business uh do you just uh, are do, is it instant success for you are you like a millionaire after day five what what what, what happens I mean, for most, it's day six, uh, but most quit at day four or five, right? Um, no, it's, uh, so I, you know, I, I had sworn off network marketing. Um, you know, it's just, I, I'd had some bad experiences with uh, uplines and, you know, just different things. So I, I didn't, I didn't want to do network marketing ever again, but, you know, uh, you know, different timing and different situations here I was, you know, there really wasn't much I could do you know i couldn't start a business i didn't have the, the capital uh I, I couldn't get financing one they weren't giving financing and two I, my credit was horrible and you know and, and i you know I, I don't know it's just so I, I looked at it as all right you know what this is something i can do i can put it on my credit card and i can run at this thing hard and so you know i just i just made up my mind that i was going to make it succeed and i was going to do whatever the heck i had to do to make it succeed and i even had a talk with you know my girlfriend at the time who's fortunately now now my wife and uh you know i told her i said hey listen i'm sick of being in debt i'm sick of you paying my utility bills i'm sick of you know me um, only being able to take you out on dollar burger night, true story. And, uh, you know, and us not having the money to do a damn thing. And I'm sick of it. Um, so I, I got to give you this warning. Uh, it's probably going to take me a good two years, but for, you know, probably the next two years, it's going to be sheer hell. I'm going to be a pain to live with. Uh, I'm going to be on the phone nonstop. I'm going to be working my, my butt off. We're not going to, not that we're doing much together, you know, nowadays anyway, but I'm going to almost like be on, uh, you know, offshore leave because I'm going to be on that phone so much and I'm going to be meeting with people. I'm going to get into a mode that you've never seen me in. Um, and, uh, you know, I realize you didn't sign up for that. And I just got to let you know that because I'm at a, a stage in my life that, you know, if, if, if there's, if you have a problem with me correcting this part of my life, we have a problem. And I basically was saying that, you know, if, if you need if you need to leave, now might be your chance. And of course, I didn't want her to because uh, I, you know, definitely loved her, you know, to pieces. Um, but I also I hate the um, I hate bait and switch. And you know, I you know she had been with me for. I think at that point, maybe, let's see, it was 2007, so maybe almost two years at that point. Mm. And, you know, I don't, you know, it's not fair to someone if you're a particular person 
for two years and all of a sudden you're a total psychopath, <laughs> you know, one day. And so I just didn't feel good about me going into what I knew was going to be a psychotic level of work and her not being prepared for that. And, you know, I'd rather just be honest with her and, and hope that she understands and sticks around. But I, I didn't want to be incongruent with how I had shown up before and how I was about to show up. And so fortunately for, for me, uh, she, you know, she stuck around and is now my wife. Um, I didn't know how the fervent psychotic level of, of work and focus I didn't know how fast it would actually work. Um, but, uh, you know, and, you know, I did things most people don't do. And I've shared this story only a bajillion times. I've just never had one person come to me and say, hey, I did exactly what you did. Um, but I'd read a book called Go For No, and I decided that I was going to set a no goal and hit it every day, uh, which for me was 20 no's a day. So I had to, before I hit, my head hit the pillow, I had to get 20 no's a day, and I did that every single day for six months. And there was, I just had to, and online, offline, cold market, warm market. And what I mean by that is I was reaching out to people, you know, warm market, cold market, online, offline, and collecting a decision. You open and take a look? No? Okay, that's one. Um, what'd you like about what you saw? Nothing? Okay, there's another no. And and so, you know, I did that for six months. Well. You know, my fifth month I hit, and results certainly will will vary. So will um, level of action, right? Yeah. But uh, fifth month I hit ten thousand. My first ten thousand dollar month. Uh, seventh month forty thousand. Tenth month I did uh, fifty two thousand in that month, and that was uh, you know late mid late uh, two thousand and uh, ten, and income has never. Decreased. So, of course, after you hit that point, you just you just kind of kicked back and uh, and stopped working, right? Well, some do, um, <laughs> and it really it really depends what you're playing for. Well, um, the only reason I say that is because what I from what I know about you is like every goal, the next thing is like you're on to the net, you're on to the next goal. You know what I mean? Right. Like that, you just have this uh, kind of you've you've tapped into this fire. Um, that now that you've kind of figured out, and I'll use the IT terms, but now that you've kind of hacked the matrix, that you're like, okay, yeah. cool, let's let's do let's try this now. Yeah, you know, and <clears throat> yeah, you know, it, it, it depends. It, it for for me and my observations of just human performance, um, it depends. There, there's two things. Okay, there's um, uh, what are you playing for? Right. Mm. So in the beginning, I was playing for my self-worth. And so for me, how that got fulfilled, which is the second part, the, you know, like Tony Robbins says, the art of fulfillment. Um, so for me, how that got fulfilled was me being recognized on stage. And that is where a lot of people stop. So if you're only playing for uh, recognition or self-worth or one of those, I would say, um, not to sound negative, but lower desires, right? It's like so, uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and it's sure. kind of down in that, yeah. Yeah, and and so um, I, I kind of decided or uncovered 
different things that that helped fulfill me or or different things I was playing for. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this last, um, you know, the last, uh, you know, three years, um, you know, we've, we've more moved toward, you know, coaching and training. So we, we more coach and train the, you know, the industry versus, you know, we don't actually actively build any network marketing company. Um, but the last three years, um, you know, our company, uh, generated over $10 million in revenue, uh, was, uh, this year recognized on the Inc 5000 as one of the, um, you know, top 1000 growing companies in, in the United States, uh, number 754. And now what we play for is impact. You know, mm-hmm. we know that the network marketing niche is, uh, you know, 178 billion worldwide, 31 billion in the United States. And that there's a lot of people that are either, um, not doing it justice, doing it wrong, being unprofessional, not treating it like a career, don't have the right strategies or tactics, um, you know, don't know how to use the internet properly or social media properly. So, you know, our mission uh, currently is to impact as many people in the network marketing profession and, you know, help show them a, a better way, um, a more professional way of, of how they can they can operate. And, you know, we've, we've grown our company to where, um, really how, you know, how we define it and, and, you know, how, how I think others, you know, would define it as well is, uh, we're the number one network marketing training company that delivers the full spectrum of proven and relevant strategies from the fundamentals to personal branding and marketing. And so impact is our driver now. And, we always look at, you know, when we're asked to speak at an event or asked to do an interview or asked to do, you know, whatever else, it's okay. Uh, how will that, will that increase our impact? Um, how will that increase? Is that our highest and best use of time? And so that's, we're always looking for impact. Now, if you, if you look for impact, um, you'll get revenue. Um, but I think there's a lot of people that maybe, uh, they don't understand that relationship. And so they have money goals, but not impact goals. Yeah. And those are usually fruitless because how can you make more money if you're not solving the problems of people or helping more people or impacting more people? Um, so, you know, we've kind of, that's now our focus is, you know, every day our team is how can we impact more people? And yes, that should naturally lead to more revenue and, and income, and that's a result. Um, but our driver, which I, I can't suspect will be extinguished anytime soon, is how do we impact more people? Oh, that can go forever. How did you guys, by the way, you sound very intentional about this uh, on purpose. How did you come up with that? Um, I don't know. You know, I, I just, I think... I think I, I think at some point I don't know exactly when, but you know I used to always set you know an annual revenue goal. It's you know because that's just what I was taught and what yeah. people told me, and and it really didn't mean much to me. Like it was like, all right, awesome. You know we you know hit our first million dollar year, then two, then three, then four, and um, you know and it's just like, all right, you know uh, you know we hit it. Um, but what's really the most important? And so, you know, um, we actually, like, right uh, over the last, you know, year, eh, last year, maybe year and a half, 
we've had, you know, different um, consultants and mentors and coaches and, you know, scaling experts, um, you know, guys that have built 250 million a year companies and, you know, things like that that we work with, um, you know, on a regular basis. And, uh, you know, yesterday, one of them asked me, he said, uh, how will your lifestyle be different uh, when you guys are at 50 million a year? And I thought about it and I'm like, you know, I don't know that it'll be any different because it's not like I want something that we can't afford, Mm -hmm. but the way, the way that we measure, um, it's just, it's easier, um, to look at the, the scoreboard and say, well, if money equals impact, then we should make more money. Yeah. And so that's how we look at revenue. And, um, you know, that is should increase because we're impacting more people. And if it doesn't increase, then we impacted fewer people. Shame on us. And and so everything that that drives us is that impact. And um, and I think I just got that from, you know, kind of trusting my my gut and and feeling out my emotions around what goals actually inspired me. So, you know, some goals that inspire me, uh, you know, speak in front of a hundred thousand people live, uh, you know, have a Netflix special, uh, you know, have, you know, 10 to 12 events running, um, you know, at the same time without me there, you know, all making an, an impact. So all of those things are impact driven that of course will net, you know, more money. Um, but it's the impact that gets me fired up more. And when you talk impact, you're, you're talking, uh, quantity and quality i mean as far as width and depth on those people as many people as you can and as deep as you can go with them for sure and and we've really structured our our company that way in that you know we have super 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 basic training programs that are seven dollars to uh, you know, coaching programs that are you know close to sixty thousand dollars and and so um what we consider impact is that we were able to um, create a way that um, had someone in our niche do a new set of actions. And sometimes a new set of actions is predicated by a different mindset. Mm. Sometimes a new set of actions is predicated by being taught a new skill. Mm-hmm. You know, we teach a lot of people, you know, personal branding, blogging, marketing, uh, social media, et cetera. Uh, so sometimes it's just thinking differently about your situation or you know, the world around you. Sometimes it's being given a tactical you know, set of steps to do that, you know, you can implement and, and get new results. And so we want to create new actions and people in our niche that will get them new results. And you definitely have an impact, you know, just the sake of full disclosure. I mean, I have followed courses, uh, you know, um, been watching you for a while, you know, so even on people that maybe you wouldn't even think of or in, in, not necessarily in that specific industry um and you know and it works it pays off that's kind of sort of what i want to talk about next is is really the next step we're in the we're in an era now where you know the gatekeepers are gone you don't have to ask people anymore for permission uh if you want a radio program you know you can have a podcast you know you can have a show you can 
create content on YouTube, on Facebook, like every every place. Um, so we're we're at a completely we're at a completely different uh, time, and and the paradigms shifted. And I know that blogging has been power, specifically powerful for you. Um, how how do you help people see that and and take advantage of it? Yeah, you know it's what we're we're at a we're at a, an amazing time. You know, um, I mean, if you think about. You know, I don't know, um, you know, 20, I guess, you know, maybe 20 years ago, 30 years ago or whatever. If you wanted to, uh, you know, get in front of an audience, you would have to run an event and, you know, drive ads and, um, you know, hope for the best, do a newspaper ad, radio ad or, or you know, whatever else. Um, but now you got people that flip on Facebook Live and have 100 people on there. Yeah. And, you know, without any announcement or scheduling or anything like that, you got, you know, um, you know, people, you know, like you said, podcasts or radio shows and, and all kinds of stuff. So we're, we're just at a different age of, of where, you know, someone that has similar desires as we do of impacting people, well, you can certainly do that um, much faster, much easier, much cheaper than you've ever been able to do it in history. And, you know, in the, so what we do is we teach people how to, um, how to use the Internet to attract people to them, mainly by switching from salesperson to educator. And so, you know, we teach people in, in any, really any niche um, how to use education to build a fantastic income. And, and so, you know, if you look at what we've done, um, and there's, there's a lot of ways to do it, right? My personal favorite is blogging because you own it, you control it, you can track it, you, it's yours. You know, um, you know, we have, you know, a podcast on, on iTunes and, you know, it's, and it's great. I just don't know who listens to it. I can't, directly communicate with them. I can't tell, you know, there's not a lot of stats that I can tell or personal information if I wanted to ding the person that just watched it or just listened to it. I can't do that. And, um, you know, if you look at, you know, some people, you know, think just doing internet advertising. Well, you know, the the problem with that is, you know, as soon as you stop paying, it goes away. Um, and not everyone has the money or wherewithal to, you know, to create profit producing ads in a very competitive world, you know, you're up against the best in the world. And so, you know, we have, you know, we get leads and sales from blog posts that we did five or six years ago. And so we teach people how to take um, education that they have, and even education that they gain, and position it uh, with online content to um, create an uh, really an authority ship online. So probably easier just to give some examples. Um, you know, my buddy, uh, Jeff, out of Naples, Florida, Jeff Reimer, he runs his company as West Coast Generators. And, you know, we taught him this, you know, simple concept of taking your existing knowledge and knowledge that you gain and converting it into online content uh, via a blog. And so he sells generators, right? Not a super sexy topic, not a topic I know anything about, <laughs> but it's, you know, here in Florida, we got lightning, your yeah. electricity may go off. 
have a generator. And so, you know, he had been doing all the traditional stuff. So newspaper ads, Valpac, and, you know, mail, you know, direct mail. And he really wasn't getting a lot out of it. He was spending a lot, getting very few results from it. And so he stopped all that, went to our model of just, you know, taking commonly asked questions from his customers and, and information that he had and put it in a blog post. For example, uh, you know, what size of generator do you need for your size of home? Very commonly asked question. And so he started doing that, drastically cut his expenses, and year one increased his revenue by $400,000. Matthew Hamill, um, he started working with, he went through our training, uh, started um, working with his dad in a kitchen redesign company. And, you know, out of Southern California, uh, first year of him just pumping education on advice on kitchen redesigns, advice on, you know, what's the best bang for your buck, what's the best, you know, what's the, you know, highest return on what type of fridge or whatever else. I don't know what all he talks about. But uh, year one, they increased revenue by 700000 um, We've taught a lot of network marketers. Um, one of them that stands out is uh, a gentleman named Bob, Bob Heilig out of Philadelphia. And, you know, he came to us. He had never done any online videos or he had never made a dime uh, online. And, uh, you know, he started going through our training. Uh, he actually did a little bit of, of personal coaching as well. And uh, in the last... Uh, let's say 12, 13, let's see, what month is it? Uh, I guess about 14 months, he's generated, using the internet, almost $900,000. And uh, you know, it's, just, it's just crazy. Wow. So we, we teach people how to position, position themselves as an authority um, in, you know, with whoever they're wanting to target, whether it's health and wellness, skincare, network marketing, uh, real estate, whatever you're wanting to, uh, you know, dominate or whatever, whatever you're wanting to become an authority in. And by education, you position yourself in a manner that people want to work with you, buy from you, share your stuff, um, join your team if that's applicable. And, uh, and that's what we teach. And so, you know, we actually, um, uh, you know, we have a, a program that walks people through it, and we actually have some free videos, too, that people can, you know, download to, and watch to, to get some ideas on how they can apply it to their world. Uh, you know, last year we sold over 8,000 copies of our, our blogging and branding program, uh, The Three-Minute Expert, and we have in over, I think, over 150 niches. We have over 1,000 testimonials of people that have used it to go from I was not generating any leads, not making any money to now I'm getting asked to be interviewed. I'm getting asked to speak on stages. I'm having people message me to say they want to join my team or buy my coaching or or whatever else. So, you know, we've really deconstructed what we've done over the last seven years of going from personal foreclosure to an Inc. 5000 company and and sharing exactly what we did. You know, the the most powerful thing about this is that I hear in the same thing that you're doing now and that same model is exactly what you're talking about with the perspective and the mindset that you said if you've gone through something then you need to to share it with others your experience totally. so that they can learn from it too it's it's it that's it in a nutshell totally yeah for sure in you know uh in that in that aspect you really are making an impact 
um, and in so many different ways. I, I know that you guys do so many great things kind of behind the scenes, too. Um, you're involved in giving back in so many different ways. Um, but this is this 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 specifically is uh, it makes a big difference. And to be able to see somebody in these stories that you've just told, you know, these the, you've these people have changed their lives. Yeah, you know, it's it's um, it's neat because what's what's like cooler than um, or maybe or maybe just as cool. But what's what's just as cool as us seeing, you know, like one of our clients or students get a result and, and have a, you know, something happen. Um, what's just as cool is seeing one of our clients clients. And so, you know, there's a lot of times we have people that are in kind of the same, you know, marketplace as, as us and, um, you know, seeing, you know, we're really, we've become impactors of impactors, which is neat. And so, you know, there really is no limit or, um, there, you know, there really is a way to impact a lot of people. And that's what really fires us up. By the way, if you want to check out what Ray's talking about, the three minute expert, and maybe you think it could help you with what you're trying to do, your business. Uh, maybe you got a book or a blog that you want to build or just a message on your heart that you want to get out. Um, hang on. We'll give you the link for that. But I want to make sure uh, I say thanks for joining us today, Ray. But I, I also want to make sure people can stay in contact with you. I know your blog is is obviously the probably the best way, right? RayHigdon.com. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we mainly cater that information on that blog to the network marketer, home business owner, um, you know, internet marketer, but yeah, it's rayhigdon.com, R-A-Y-H-I-G-D-O-N.com. Um, there's, I believe around 5,000 blog posts on there hmm. over the last seven years. Um, so a little bit of a, a reading for you if you want and videos, but, um, but yeah, you know, that's, that's probably the best way to keep in con- or to, you know, see some of our other information. And, and of course the, um, you know, this week, actually we've rolled out, um, two of our three video series so far as of this recording. And then, you know, the third one is being released tomorrow. Very cool. And those are always helpful. Um, but we'll give you the link here in just a moment. You can check out three minute expert. I want to say thank you. And Hey, congratulations to you and Jess on the uh, big anniversary. Uh, yeah, five years. Yeah, that's, that's huge, man. It's always fun to see the pictures of uh, of Sabrina too, and and uh, see you guys on your adventures. It looks like you're having a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you so much. De- definitely appreciate you having me on. How cool is that? So, a guy that's wealthy in more ways than one, and a lot of insight. I think some real major insight into who he is as a person, how far he's come and the personal growth that led to the financial success that he's achieved today. Some great lessons in this episode, by the way, if you want to see the full show notes, you can grab them right now. Justin Barclay.com slash purpose zero three four. That's Justin Barclay.com slash purpose zero three, four. And of course, if you want to take a look at the videos and the free stuff, the courses, etc., that Ray has to offer, we'll put a link up on that page too, or you can get to it directly by just going to justinbarclay.com slash three M E. 
That's justinbarclay.com slash 3ME. Listen, as always, I've got a great newsletter. Um, I send out tips, tricks, inspiration, literally dozens of ways that you can create more freedom in your life online and on purpose. And I'd love to help you and send you some amazing stuff. Go on over to my website and just put in your name and your info and I'll see you on the inside. You can join our VIP all access group on Facebook where we have such a great time on a daily basis, the camaraderie, lifting people up. It really has been such a great time there. We'd love to see you on the inside amongst the rest of us. Listen, until next time, I'm honored to be here with you and bring you these kinds of shows and this sorts of programming. These people that are making amazing things happen in their life, literally turning pain into purpose, finding opportunity in the obstacles and just sifting through the clues that they leave for us so that we can achieve those things in our very own life and follow that path to success. It's an honor and a privilege with you every single day. Until next time, cheers to you and your life on purpose. Oh.